the Wall Street Journal said he's one of the most innovative minds in football. He's a rat. ESPN once called him the guru of the spread. Scumbag. Football Scoop labeled him the mastermind behind college football's number one offense. Nobody likes him, not even his family. He took three separate teams over a five-year period and made each a top-ten offense. Yeah, but he's such a horse's ass. He was fired by future United States Senator Tommy Tuberville in the middle of the season, even though he had a 5-2 and two record. No wonder CBS Sports said there's never been quite a coach like Franklin. He marches to a different beat. Pariah, an outcast, a person or animal that is despised, shunned. Or avoided. Warning. Buckle up and put your big boy pants on. This isn't your friendly kiss-ass coach's show. If you can't handle the truth, eject immediately. And now, from parts unknown, it's the pigskin pariah. The one, the only, Coach Tony Franklin. I remember it just like it was yesterday. I won't give the identification of the school or the coach, but I remember it. And I remember the look. I remember the feel. And I remember it being just so commonplace. Such a not surprising consequence as a college football coach. The order was direct. It was pretty pure and simple. It was very plainly put, if you will not lie to recruits, you cannot be a good college football coach. If you will not lie, you can no longer be a good recruiter. If you're not going to go out and make a hundred fake offers that don't mean shit, you can't coach football anymore. You can't be a big time college coach. If you're not going to throw your integrity under the door and shit on other human beings, you can't be in this business. You're not good enough. You're not good enough to be in this business. Is is that a is that a true statement? Is it true that you can no longer look people in the eye and just tell them the truth and be a good college football coach? I don't believe it. I know that it's kind of the standard play. I talked about this the other day. A national top recruiter, a national top recruiting coordinator, tweeting and bragging about the fact that they make offers that don't mean shit. And that for the people that follow their program, just to remember that just because it says that we offered them, we really didn't. Ha ha. We just fucked over some young kid, fucked over his parents, fucked over his high school coach, fucked over everybody else. But at least we didn't get beat in recruiting because our offer didn't really mean anything. How's that? Badass coaches understand there's only two kinds of coaches. There's those that have been fired 
and there's those that will be fired. Mom Phillips, I think, is the person that deserves credit for that statement. The legendary former head coach that's since passed away. Two kinds of coaches. Those that have been fired, those that will be fired. So if you're going to be fired anyway, somewhere along the way, you probably should have something that you stand for. Now, I'm not speaking to you from a holier-than-thou human being status. I am as flawed as any human that's ever spoken. I am as fucked up as any human that's ever been around. But I do have a standard of integrity for me. It doesn't mean it's yours. It doesn't mean that it should be. But I do know this. I know that everybody has to have a line. Because if you don't have a line, then you'll very simply go with the flow. And to walk into high school coaches all over the country and to just flat out lie on making offers, flat out lie to parents, flat out lie to recruits, there's just, in my opinion, there's no sense in it. I I think it's a waste of time. I don't think you need to do it. I think that you can be honest and tell the truth. I think that you can say, we are offering 25 wide receivers. We're only taking two. However, this offer that we're giving to you basically means that there's 12 other guys that are ahead of you. Even if you want to commit tomorrow, we won't take that commitment because you're not in our top guys. But if the first 14 say no, then you're the next guy. And then look at the parent in the face, look at the head coach in the face, the high school football coach in the face and say, look, you're going to get a lot of shit. You're going to have a lot of guys walk through here. They're going to give you high five, special handshakes. They're going to talk some shit. They're going to say they love you. I'm going to fucking tell you the truth. And you know what? That head coach, that parent, in the long run, will deeply appreciate the fact that you actually had some integrity. That you didn't text like one tough guy head coach that I knew. He would text to tell somebody that they no longer had an offer or that their visit was canceled. High school, I mean, the assistant coach that has the area just disappearing into the dark and then hoping to show up again there next year and hope that the head coach doesn't motherfucking, doesn't jump in his face. Because that's what a head coach should do. Say, look here, I don't give a fuck what your integrity is. You want to come to my school, you tell the fucking truth. You let me deal with the fallout, but you tell the fucking truth. Because remember, as a coach, you're probably going to get fired someday anyway. That's just the way the the world works. So you should stand for something. All throughout history, there's been a time where as a football coach, and not only as a coach, but as a player, is that you had to stand for something. There used to be a lot more physical abuse in the coaching profession where coaches would stand by as other Players might even physically assault another player in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s, maybe even the 90s, before the internet, before cameras. Today, it's a lot harder to do. But there are still instances to where as a college football coach or as a high school football coach, you have to make a decision. There's something that happens on the field. The head coach knows that if the truth is told, he might lose his job. So he gets together with the other coaches. 
and they say, hey, we got to get our story straight on this. Here's what we're going to say that happened. And you want to keep your job, then you need to go along with the crowd. In other words, don't rat. Don't rat out. Don't rat out abuse when the head coach tries to protect an assistant coach on his staff who maybe, maybe physically assaulted a player. And the head coach got to get his story straight. He's got to get all the assistants to go in line. And not only have to get some of the assistants to go in line, but they also have to get the players to go in line. They got to gather some players up. Hey, here's the story we're going with. Hey, be a good guy. I'll take care of you somewhere later on in life. And you'd be surprised at how many players would then take the side of the coaches versus their own teammates. Hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back after this short message. You're listening to the Coach Tony Franklin Podcast. In the last 21 years, the Tony Franklin system has been covered and mentioned in USA Today, Forbes, NPR, The Wall Street Journal, CBS, and ESPN. Why? Because my clients, high school coaches from all over the country, middle school coaches, and even college and NFL coaches, have had careers change forever. They've set NCAA records. They've set high school records. They've won state championships. They've won conference championships. And they've even won national championships. Why? Because in the system, we teach them quarterback mastery, every drill that you can imagine, game planning, fundamentals, coordinating an offense and defense, raising money, being the best you can be in your strength program, how to run a system, tempo, RPOs, career advancement, crisis management, and even recruiting. And many of my clients have paid in the neighborhood of 10, 20, 30, 50, some even close to $100,000 over that period of time. I put it all together, everything that we've done that's of value, I've got it all in one file now. And for the first time ever, and the only time, and for a short period of time, I'm selling the entire system. It's not a one-year subscription like my normal programs have been. This is a lifetime product that you get to keep forever. If you're interested, simply send me an email at coachtf at gmail.com. Coachtf at gmail.com and say, hey, Tony, send me that stuff. I heard about it on your podcast. I'll send it out to you immediately. So who are you? Do you have integrity? What does integrity mean to you? How far will you go? How far will you go to keep your job? And remember, sometimes people go, well, you know what? For a $500,000 a year job, for my career as a coach, I'm a young coach. I just want to stay in this profession. So what the fuck do you want me to do? I'll lie like a motherfucker. Whatever lie you want me to tell, I'm in, dude. Just keep me in this profession because I want that $100,000 a year job. I want that $500,000 a year job. I want that $5 million a year job. So I'll fucking tell any lie that you want me to tell. Just keep me in this game. Keep me in this business. It used to be, I think maybe in the 60s and the 70s, in the 80s, maybe, maybe before the money went crazy, maybe there was a little more integrity. The money's crazy now in college football. You're in the SEC and you're a coach. You're probably making a minimal, 
a four or five hundred thousand a year as a position coach. As a coordinator, you're making over a million. As a head coach, you're making four, five, six million a year, maybe ten million a year. So does your integrity only stand for how much money you make? I'm a high school coach making five hundred dollars as a supplement. Do I have more integrity because I only make five hundred dollars? Or do you have a standard that no matter what you're making? I had a coach tell me this once. He goes, hey, I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. But just so you know, just so you understand, I'm going to lie like a motherfucker because I want to keep my job. So I believe in you. I'm for you. But I ain't going to do shit to support you. I just need a few more years. And I'm going to have the best retirement you could ever imagine. So that's where my integrity falls. My integrity falls on how much longer to retirement. Shut the fuck up. Let the abuse take place. Let a player be hurt forever. Let a student athlete be hurt forever. Let an assistant coach be hurt forever. But at least, you know what? I got my job. I get to go to the national convention. I get to high five some guys. I get to feel cool in my shit wearing my Nike gear. That's how far my integrity goes. Everybody has to know just exactly how far it goes. I'll tell you a great story. During COVID, there was a particular head coach that during COVID was like a lot of head coaches. What's the politics of our state? What am I being told to do? Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I know I'm a tough guy. I know I'm a badass, but I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. I'll do what you tell me to do because I like my job. I want to keep my job. And how fucked up is the world when wearing a mask during COVID becomes a political statement rather than the possibility that you might actually be able to save a life. But when Fox News made a statement that all of a sudden, Somewhere in June or July in 2020, they came out on the news and the great Sean Hannity said, you know what, I'd kind of like to go to a baseball game this year, so, you know, maybe we should wear a mask. Maybe, maybe we should wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask because I want to get back out again. I want to go see some baseball games. I want to have a life. So, I think I'll wear a mask, and I think you should too. Maybe... Maybe it'll make a difference. Maybe it'll get us out of this deal a little bit faster. And so all of a sudden, this big-time college coach, the next day is used as a guinea pig to do a commercial to say, mask up, wear a mask. Now, that big-time college coach could be anywhere. He could be anywhere in the world. He could be a complete dumb fuck that just doesn't understand, doesn't believe in science, doesn't believe in anything. The main thing they believe in is get my paycheck and do what I'm doing. I'm the puppet on the strings. Pull my strings. Here I am. What, what do I do? Tell me what to do. I don't have a brain of my own. I want to keep my job. So just tell me what to do. I'll go do what you tell me to do. And then I'll say, I love my players. I love my coaches. I love everybody. But really, in reality, I'm a puppet on a string, pull my strings, and I'll do what you tell me to do. Bum Phillips says there's two kinds of coaches, or at least I, that's how I remember it. 
Maybe it wasn't Bum Phillips, but he's the one that, for some reason in my brain, it's always been that. Two kinds of coaches. Those that have been fired and those that will be fired. If that's the case, you might as well stand for something. Yeah, you might get another year. You might get another two years. Hell, I don't know. You might get 10 more years out of your career. But how do you look in the fucking mirror? How do you look at yourself when you really make a statement? And in your mind, it's all about retirement money. In your mind, it's about career advancement. What exactly, how far would you go? Where does it end? Do you have any ending point? Do you believe in anything? Are you just a puppet on a string waiting for somebody to pull it? Because in reality, you don't really stand for anything. So remember, a badass football coach understands there's only two kinds of coaches. Those that have been fired, those that will be fired. And they stand for something. Doesn't mean they stand for what I stand for, but they do stand for something. And there's a certain place that they will not go. And it's all different levels. And it's all based upon different things. And when they look in the mirror, some of them can just tell whatever lie it is that they want to tell themselves to make themselves feel good. But really, deep down, when they look at that mirror, they know that the real man left their soul a long time ago. Don't be that guy. Be the one that actually stands for something and know what it is. And then don't lie about it. Just stand up and go, you know what? I actually <laughs> kind of respect the one guy. I respect the one guy that somewhere during his career looked at me and goes, hey, dude, I believe in what you're doing. I'm for you. But I've just got a few more years at this money I'm making for some retirement shit. And I'm going to fucking be the puppet on the string. If you can live with yourself, God bless you. I hope that do, those of you that listen to this, I hope that it makes you think and that you've got something somewhere along the way that you go, hey, that's fucking enough. I'm not going to hurt a player. I'm not going to lie when abuse takes place. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do the right thing regardless of the personal cost. Because if not, in reality, you just very simply aren't much of a coach and you're not much of a man. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's show. One, go to CoachTF.com slash podcast and leave us your email so we can send you your free download for our Pigskin Pocket Card, which gives you 10 simple steps to follow daily to ensure an amazing life. Two, do something good today for someone who can never repay you, and you'll have truly lived an amazing life. Three, join us Monday through Friday for new episodes and download any of our episodes wherever you get your podcast or simply download from our coachtf.com slash podcast. Four, give us a five-star review today so we can continue to put together entertaining and informative episodes. Always remember... 
Do good. No repay.